The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Some Greeks who had come to worship at the Passover feast came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, and then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Amen, amen, I say to you. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. Whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also will my servant be. The Father will honor whoever serves me. I am troubled now, yet what should I say? Father, save me from this hour. But it was for this purpose that I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd there heard it and said it was thunder, but others said an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered and said, This voice did not come for my sake, but for yours. Now is the time of judgment on this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. When I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. He said this indicating the kind of death he would die. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Witnessing, testifying, can be very helpful to people. Let me illustrate this with an example. Suppose, let's just suppose that the uh, police officers falsely got it wrong and accused me of robbing a bank. So I say to the arresting officers, uh, well, when did this happen? (laughs) Supposedly that I robbed this bank. They said, around 11.15 last Sunday morning. So I said to myself, wait a minute, I was saying Mass at St. Clement's at 11.15 in the morning. There are witnesses there. There are a few people there. Maybe they'll be kind enough to, to testify. Maybe they'll go to the police precincts and tell them, no, Father Peter wasn't robbing a bank. He wasn't getting money from a bank. He was getting money from us, from a collection. Can you imagine how much that would change my life, that I wouldn't be caught in for years in the court system. Witnessing can have a powerful effect. Remember the women that were standing in front of the cross while Jesus was dying? They, they probably felt they were pretty useless. They weren't making any changes. They weren't making a difference. But little did they know, little did they know while they were standing there feeling idle, that three days later, a bunch of guys, after Jesus rose from the dead, were going to get together and fabricate a lie saying that the disciples stole the body. 
That lie did not last because the woman was standing there. They saw Jesus die. They saw Jesus buried. And they saw Jesus alive again. The lie didn't last because they witnessed. Witnessing can be very powerful. My last year in the seminary, I was studying theology in Rome. One of the missionary priests came back to retire. He was there for 50 years. Imagine 50 years of going up and down the Amazon River, uh, ministering to the tribes with duty or body. He came back very weak and frail. And so I was his guardian angel. I had the room beside him, and he had like a little bell. And he would ring the bell whenever he needed anything. If he needed a cup of coffee, wanted a newspaper, he wanted to take a walk, use the restroom, put a sweater on, ring the bell, and I would go right in. And he was always very conscious that he was, uh, that he was a burden to me. And he, I told him, I said, you're not a burden. <laughs> and the reason why is because I didn't learn theology from a book. I didn't learn how to live Christ's life from going to lectures in my theology. I didn't learn how to be a priest by writing a paper. I learned all of that stuff from the guy next door. I would see that frail body that he thought was a burden to me, that he got from making sacrifices his entire life, and now I see what it looks like. That's what I should look like after a year, after years and years of service. Witnessing could be very powerful. So here are these Greeks that, that come into Jerusalem and they want to see Jesus. So that's the question for us today, is how do we show Jesus to others? How do we show Christ to others? How do we witness to Christ? Do we hand somebody a book? Do we offer a lecture series? A to-do list? No. The best advertising is always a happy customer. Be happy customers. Live this great life. Be hopeful in times of darkness. Be generous, be kind, be merciful, compassionate, slow to anger, rich in kindness. Live the life. There was a fable that a while back that there was this guy that bumped into a stranger, and the stranger was holding this diamond that took the, the size of his palm. And the guy said to the stranger, said, that's the most beautiful diamond I've ever seen. <laughs> Where'd you get that? He says, oh, I found it in my travels. So he's passing from one village to the other. He says, but if you like it so much, why don't you just take it? He couldn't believe it. He took it and he put it in a nice silk cloth and put it in the safe so, it was, uh, so no one would steal it. He couldn't sleep all night. Tossed and turned. Morning he got up, grabbed the diamond, went back, found the stranger, handed the diamond back to the stranger and said, I know you have something far more valuable than this diamond. Otherwise, you wouldn't have given it to me. I want the thing that you have that made it so easy for you to give me this diamond. Well, that's us. We have something very valuable in us. Show the world what we have. Let them see it. Witness. Live the life. Witnessing sometimes may not feel like it's accomplishing a whole lot, but it can be very helpful to others.